we got a fourth episode now. Yeah, we do. Episode four of the Yelling in the Distance podcast. I am one of your lovely hosts, Eli. And I am joined right next to me in the cyberspace is Adam. Hey there, guys. Fourth episode. We did it. Came back. We're six episodes away from ten. Yeah, this is our first. This is the month episode. Yeah, our first finished month. One month anniversary. Look at that. I, I I appreciate our time together. Yeah, and to everybody who was in the states, hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. I know I did. I did too. I'm I'm eating some food of it right now. Yeah, the lunch uh, leftovers don't last long in a big family. That's like my house. So we're we're already out of turkey and all that so <laughs> mm. yeah we still we still got a we still got a good bit left and i'm trying to finish it off before it all goes bad yeah and if you're not in the states hope your thursday was just like any other thursday yeah all right eli what have you been up to this week oh i'm first yeah oh uh. before we get into it um i'd like to let everybody know uh we have some buddies that uh have a twitch stream so if you're like if you liked twitch uh go ahead and go and look up uh nerds with controllers they're a group of three people uh grady marcus and devin grady's the one that uh we know and we like uh i don't know the other two we do like grady (laughs) they play all kinds of games uh and they just recently beat zone of the enders 2 and often play fighting games with each other and various other regular audience members and are always hoping to play with new people they uh they usually start with fighter z and stream tuesdays at 7 30 p.m central time central standard time my bad and Saturdays at 5:30 p.m. Central Standard Time. So go ahead and go give them a uh, give them a view. Maybe play some games with them, or follow, or even sub. Yeah, that always helps. And they got like we're Twitter a, and all that stuff too. We're in a world where uh, everybody needs to link arms and prop each other up, not tear each other down. Yeah. So, really good guys, go ahead and just go and listen to them, and watch them, and do all that nice stuff. Anyway, Eli, what have you been up to? What have I been up to this week? Well, uh, I've been poking around here and there, doing some stuff. Uh, I've been cleaning up my my resume, um, and cleaning up my portfolio, making sure everything looks good, so I can, like... Uh, apply and try to get a new job doing what I like to do, which is writing. I like to write. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hopefully so, one they can like stay home for. Yeah. Or if I do, uh, I'm fine with, you know, going, you know, in, in house. It's just, I don't want it to be like all the way across the state or, you know, yeah. Uh, Texas is great, but for writing opportunities, it's not the greatest place yeah uh but hey i'm working with what i got and there's still some stuff here and there uh so i've done that um i've been working a lot then i had thanksgiving uh and it's so funny uh i i 
I was an, I had the front of being annoyed by it, but I was I was embarrassedly happy that my family was passing around the podcast to the point that one of my cousins actually played it out like ten minutes <laughs> of it out on like uh, the speakers, uh, and it was just very jarring. Yeah. And uh, one one thing I guess is a great thing about the podcast and doing this is uh because we we procrastinated on it for so long to start it and uh now that we're we've been doing it it's just getting easier and easier to do yeah to just that's usually how a lot of things it. do a lot of things yeah. go. and like it it's it's sinking in more and more that this that this thing actually exists you know what i mean yeah no for sure uh, uh <laughs> The fact yeah. that it's tangible, it's, it's out there. People listen to it. People have listened to it. People had... are listening to it. Hey there, yes. breaking the fourth wall. There we go. Ooh, yes, we we hear you breathing mm. as you're listening right now. <laughs> you better be laughing. Just Some saying. of you are are filthy, filthy mouth breathers. <laughs> now, those of you who breathe through your nose, you're the winners. Uh but just having it be tangible and have it be out there and people listening to it, people have listened to it, and I've had friends and coworkers and all that come up to me telling me that they've listened to it and asking me stuff about it. It just, it feels nice. Mm-hmm. You know, for um, sure. And it, it, it's it's cool. But uh, in terms of games, I really played a lot because I, I, I am tired to the week. But I've been poking around. Uh, we played some some Wasteland three, some more. We we dove yeah, deeper into we it. Yeah, we did. We got we got ahead to the point or past the point that um, you've played. Yes. So now we're in new territory, and yes, it, you know it's really getting interesting. Yeah. So um, for for a bit of context, uh, Wasteland three, um, it is how to describe Wasteland three. Let me pull it out. You like uh, Fallout? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like it's like Fallout with more humor, right? Like, yeah, because Fallout Fallout had had humor, but this game has like has like a like a lowbrow sense of humor. I guess is a way to put it. Yeah, and it's really good. It's really fun. It doesn't take and, itself too seriously. Yeah, uh, and it knows exactly what it's trying to do. Um, and even then, even when it does get serious, it's, you know, it, it knows what it's doing. And it is a, it is a co-op or single player game, but I think it's way more fun with people. Um, and it is, we, it's just us fucking around in the apocalypse in, in, in the, uh, aftermath of a nuclear fallout. And I got the game day one and I played through, played through some of it. But then I was like, you know what? This would be a fun game to play with people, especially Adam, who likes this type of stuff. <laughs> um, so I told him to get it, and we played it. And uh, we we recently got past the point where I where I had stopped, and uh, and it is just insane. Yeah, um, there there are some funny moments, and just like what the fuck's going on moments. Oh hey, by the way, uh, this is an explicit podcast. We forgot to say that. Just so you know. Do we have to say that every time? Um, so, I don't think we, like, we don't need to, 
But uh, you know how you were talking about like uh, your family listened to your podcast? Yeah. Yeah, so my family listened to the podcast too. <laughs> and my grandma listened to it. And that was like one of her like critiques was like, hey, you guys like curse a lot. So, hey, this is an ex- explicit podcast. Um, <laughs> just in All case, right. so that like little Timmy isn't listening to it. Uh, and little, little Timmy, if you are listening, then uh, don't tell nobody. <laughs> so. We won't tell if you don't, little Timmy. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a fun it's a fun game. Uh, I, I we played some of it. Uh, we're playing through it. And Adam's having fun. Yeah, I'm yeah. having fun. So and for those too. for those who don't know, like uh, Wasteland's a RPG game that's uh, uh like a squad based RPG. Well, you didn't say what kind of game. You kind of just said what it like the uh sort of what it was. I mean, yeah. Mm. Anyway. Continue, anyway. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, but no, it, it has been fun. There's been like. There's been a lot of just interesting characters. We we recently went through an area that we weren't supposed to go through, but Eli was like, "Oh, I want to go to the circus." You don't know that though. You don't know that. Ew, I don't Look, think so. Okay. My two of my characters, uh, two of the characters I have, I the main one, uh, I is a mime, and the other one's a clown. We we were amongst family. Yeah, murdered them the only all. Thing, the only thing they shot first. They had names, Eli. That means they were important somehow. Uncle, they shot us. They shot at us first. You know, we literally we went up there and we said, "Hey, we no, we got the ad. There was a radio ad that said, "Come on down." Well, it was more in a, a, in a Hispanic accent, but Essay? it was like, "Come on down." So we went there and they were like, "Hey." What are you doing here? And we were like, hey, we're here to look around at the at the circus. Like, you ain't like, welcome hey, around here. No one comes and look at the circus. And then they start shooting at us. And it's like, well, uh, I guess we retaliate. <laughs> so we did. Oh, um, Eli, you know that there's going to be like a quest later on. We're going to find it. And they're going to be like, hey, can you go and like talk to my sister at the circus and get her to come back? It's like, we killed everybody. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> still, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll jump that. We'll jump that when we get to it. We'll jump that when we get to it. Fuck them. Fuck Look, them. hey, if it's the apocalypse. If you don't want to get shot at... Don't shoot. <laughs> Simple as that. If you don't want to get shot at, kill yourself. Oh my goodness. The other part. Oh. So yeah, that happened. Um, and I, I'm giving Eli mad shit about it because it's it, it's just like we came in and it was like we did it and it was like all right, now what? Like we we're we're trying to figure out everything. We figured out the puzzle. Didn't do anything. Not yet. Yeah, because we're too we're we're early. That's the it's that's fine. the thing about like open world games. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll jump that hurdle when we get to it. It's too late. No going back now. We did it. Yeah, we're gonna keep going. I took we those gotta... XP points. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me too. We all did. We leveled up from it. We sure did. Um. So there's that. Uh. And I what I really want to jump back into 
is uh, is Divinity. Uh, okay. I've been pecking around playing that, and uh, Adam, uh, when, when was the last time? When was the last time you played Divinity, Adam? Uh, it's been a minute. Uh, Steam knows when I last played. Well, by all means. Uh, I am checking. The last time that I played was April third. Okay, so. I I don't know if you know this, but Divinity Two has has up until recently when uh, Baldur's Gate Three came out, Divinity Two was getting like still getting active updates. Oh really? Yes, and they added quite a few stuff. Okay. And they have this thing called I think it was the the the, the gift bag feature, mm-hmm. where it basically there it basically it's it's not really a a, a cheat menu but there are certain like perks and stuff that they that you can get that helps out like a like the free uh pet pal um thing oh that's so that's actually really nice because pet pal is so annoying in that game because like if you want it like so perks and like traits and all that or whatever they're called are Mm -hmm. so important and valuable if you're like trying to like actually like build a uh um a coherent character yeah coherent character so if you want to like enjoy the game like hey there's a pet that like could help if you want that or just an animal or just an animal or just a creature yeah you have to like put points you have to put one of your few points that you already get towards that and it's super annoying yeah there, there is one thing though, and I know, and I know your history with Divinity. You've played through the beginning millions of times. Yeah. So it gets, so it's gotten kind of stale for you. Yeah. But, um, but one thing that I think will spice it up and might convince you to 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 play again is there's one specific thing in the gift bag that I think will make it interesting. It is, it's one that um, that every encounter, every single encounter, uh, a random number of enemies. In the encounter, will get a random thing that'll happen to them. It could be good, it could be bad. Hmm. But every encounter, a random number of enemies will get a random thing. Too random. You okay. Have no idea. No idea what it's going to be. It could help us in the fight. It could. It could kill us in the fight. Yeah. Usually, it'll probably kill us. It's like, oh yeah, no that that voidling just became a void god. Uh, cool. That voidling became the void. <laughs> it's just, oh no. Uh, that'd be fun. So, yeah, and I and I was curious. I haven't done it because I don't want to like get angry and get rid of the game. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? I think that'd be a cool like Adam thing for us to do uh, yeah because you don't you don't like playing like hard video games i play games with a story so sue me because <laughs> uh, you don't you did you ever play uh like dark souls and stuff like that no not really dark souls is so much fun i know like I'm not, it's not that i don't like it it's just it's not the kind of game that i personally play I'll watch yeah. someone play it, but it's not a game that for me personally to play. Yeah, I do. So get, it's sort of, I do get frustrated. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like it's like uh, Minecraft or something like or it's, uh, games like that. Yeah, they're not games that I personally play, but I love watching uh, people play it. Yeah, 
I can get that. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, we'll definitely have to try and play it again. That does sound yes. interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. Uh, especially with like our competing styles of play. Because <laughs> um, for me, uh, as much as I love the story, as contradictory as it is, I uh, I don't really read a lot. <laughs> I kind of just do stuff. Yeah, and then just then you're like, why is everyone mad at me? I just took I just the apple. The consequences. Yeah, and it's like Eli, that apple was uh, part of their religion. You touching it just disgraced everyone here. But oh. it was delicious. Continues eating apple. Hey man. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah, but now we have to fight the whole town. <laughs> hey, but at least I won't get sick. Oh man, it's like those moments in like like in Skyrim, uh, where like you're just going around and you're like, oh hey, a chicken, I'm gonna shoot the chicken, or like just accidentally attack the chicken, and then everybody in the town just immediately. St- Stops what they are doing <laughs> and just comes and attacks you. I remember that that happened to be like my first playthrough, whatever. Like Skyrim was brand new, you know, like old, yeah. like it's old now. But yeah. I remember I was walking in, I went to like the first town, and I was like, oh, hey, a chicken. I shot my little arrow at it, and then the blacksmith comes up behind me with his <laughs> do- uh, his two-handed hammer and just one-shots me with the power move. And, the, and my b- favorite thing about Skyrim was, like, the little quotes that the enemy does, like, after they kill you. Because he... <laughs> The blacksmith said, we don't give too many visitors around here. As he walks away, I was like, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's, it's. Oh. I love the story. I just hate, like, paragraphs of texts being thrown at me. Uh, so I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to walk over here. You can keep talking. I'm just going to walk over here and do something else. Yeah, I can get that. Um, let me know when you're about to when let me know when we're about to like shoot or sling magic at each other. <laughs> and it's also like in a in like divinity a funny thing like if you're playing with multiple people, at least this is what uh my dad and Tyler did. It's like mm-hmm. one person would talk to him and like we're all on like Discord and then we just hear, oh, so there's about to be a fight. Everybody stops <laughs> what they're doing and goes and moves all their characters in strategic spots. As like the one guy's, as the one person who started, who's about to start the encounter is just sitting there like, all right, you guys done? I'm holding them off. Yeah, this is super is. <laughs> That's what I'm trying, uh, I try to do in Wasteland. But then you're like, oh, I'm just going to keep on hitting the button and talk to him. Starts the combat yeah. with my sniper all the way up there in the middle of the combat. It's like, Eli, you don't understand the uh, the group dynamics. I mean, this is the group dynamics. Uh, it's just your character is miming to the enemy. Hey, we're ready to go. My <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite thing... Um, my favorite moment in Wasteland 3 was with the, was with the fucking clones... <laughs> um, 
how we how we have to how we were it was we started over so many times and then we gave up and then we came back and we're like you know what we're a little stronger now we're like a level stronger we can do it yeah because like they like are in our um in our group we have like one character who's like the designated tank she can just absorb so much damage it's actually ridiculous but it's all physical resistance so whenever we're fighting the weird science that these uh clones had they just shredded her she was a butter. <laughs> yeah, and, and, like, the first couple of times, like, we couldn't get through. Because, like, they had a trap right in the front where, like, it just triggers the in combat if you don't have sneaky shit. The actual name of stealth in the game is sneaky shit. Best part. And so then we finally get through that. Oh, go ahead, Eli. Go ahead. What'd you do? So... So on, so all right. Let me paint the picture. It's a small. It's it's a, uh, it's a medium sized room, and it's a there's a long hallway that stretches from the door. Right, um, there are these little shelves on on either side on either side that kind of make a, another corridor. But on the far end, across from the door, there is a there's a turret that's just aimed straight at the door. Meanwhile, the generator that you can go that you can disable the turret with is on the is on the other corner like away from it so and meanwhile the three clones that we have to fight are just walking about their route in the middle of the room mm-hmm. so the plan was send our mechanic over disable the turret then fight mechanics also are uh, medic too yeah, she's 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 a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um. So that's what I did. I stealthed over. Very professionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, disabled the, the turret. T- immediately turned around and started blasting. Meanwhile, the, the rest of our team isn't in the room, isn't in like position to fight. And you're just out in the open between all three of them. But hey, guess what? We won. Eli, every character in our group went down. (laughs) But we won, though. Uh, We did it. It's like we put... Because, like, we put our, our support character in the in the front of all the enemies... And then you're, and then I just hear, why is everybody so? Why, why is everybody down? <laughs> why, why is Lucia down all the way over here? It's Eli, no one can heal. Hey, hey, Lucia has to stay. You know how much damage Lucia does with that rinky dink revolver she's got. She doesn't got a rinky dink revolver anymore. She got a new weapon. Yeah, even with even then, like even with the revolver, she did a ton of damage. She just does more now. Yeah, not not as much as as uh, our sniper though. Jesus Christ. That's true. That's true. But yeah, no, she does she does do a lot. Like she, and I think Lucia, she does the second most. Like the only downside to Lucia is her range because she uses a pistol. But like she's fucking ridiculous. She also has damage. doesn't she have a lot of uh, luck too? Uh, not a lot. She has a decent amount. Mm. 
the char- my my main character, Lucky Teddy, um, that that she has max luck, and that is her dominant stat. Uh, and charisma is her second uh, is her second highest because she's a mime. <laughs> you know, l- luck builds are always like super fun games like that. Because uh, luck does so much. Yeah, yeah. And like when you have it maxed out, it comes up like way more often than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite like uh, games is like Fallout Three and Fallout games like that. Mm. And um, <laughs> it's uh, there's there's there is a luck stat in Fallout, mm. and if you max it out, sometimes the best things happen. I remember there, I remember there was one time that like. I like I I would just use a pistol, just a pistol. Everyone else has like these mm-hmm. the big uh, um you know Fallout esque Gatling guns. Nah, I'm good, guys. I got I got this pistol that has a little gold on it. This is my end game weapon. And then I'd shoot someone, and it's like a mini nuke went off because mm-hmm. they actually just explode. Oh, absolutely! Like it's 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 so much fun, and like when you just start the game, you can you can basically max out luck in character creation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you just won't get any points else until you level up. But yeah, no, I that was the first thing I did because luck builds, uh, they they're they're super beneficial. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you keep the the action points. You don't spend any. Sometimes uh, you do. It uh, raises your chances for criticals, or it boosts the damage of a critical uh, for heals too. Uh, it, it's so good. Sometimes you just dodge for free. That's true. Yeah, it's like you, you shouldn't. You, like t- Lucky Teddy shouldn't be alive. He stood in the middle because it's Eli, and Eli doesn't like play strategy games or or play like those uh, like XCOM esque games. Very much, at least. And I do. It's just my whole strategy changes when I'm with people. Yeah, yeah. Because I like to be funny. Uh huh. And so he's just in the middle of the of the the room as like a guy pulls out two Tommy guns and starts just blasting everybody, killing people who are behind full cover. And Lucky Teddy's like, "Oh shit, there's a gunfight going on." Ooh, let me just ultra instinct all these bullets because <laughs> I'm lucky. <laughs> just mimes his way out of trouble. I, I mime full cover and I just hide behind. Like that. He, you mime that you're in a box and the bullets <laughs> just don't hit you. There you go. They it, just it stop works. right in front of you. <laughs> just this this crudely dressed mime. With a fucking uh, Tommy gun going through the wasteland with her full crew, and her only and like her only true friends are the sniper and the clown that heals everybody. <laughs> that also is the mechanic, and is also the weird science. Doesn't she have nerd stuff too? Yes, <laughs> she's every. She is every stat that we don't have. <laughs> yeah. We the rest of us focus, you know, have our own specialty, and then fist is all the stats that we don't use yeah. or like we don't actively use. <laughs> so she's the medic. 
She's the weird science. She's the toaster repair. She's she's the mechanic. She does all that stuff that none of us specialize in. She she's the jack of all trades, except all the trades suck. <laughs> or just we don't use. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, it is a, it is definitely a super fun game though. I I'd recommend I'd recommend it. Absolutely. Play it. Buy it. Yeah, it's uh, definitely worth its money. Yes. Cuz like the was, the moment it, that we got out of like the first like area and like got to the world map, I I was like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting it." Cuz it was it was it was really interesting how they do it. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit. <laughs> this is cool." Yeah, the the only thing that I I am disappointed about in our uh in our playthrough is that we we accident um through my own uh, not knowing, but that's also the fun of like these type of games. But we let a, a party member die, a potential party member fucking die in the beginning. <laughs> uh, she got her fucking brains exploded. That was very unfortunate. Do you even remember who I'm talking no. about? No. Exactly. So in the in the intro level, um, when we were getting like when we were in the shootout, and our entire platoon just died. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember, there was a hostage situation, right? Where one of the uh, where one of the Dorseys were like, "Hey, you get close, I'll shoot this bitch. I'll, I'll shoot this bitch." And you have three options, which is to like talk her down, uh, talk her down, intimidate her, or just like shoot outright. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and I was like, you know what? I've never seen what happens if you shoot outright. So you picked it, and she was like, "I told you I shoot," and just blasts her fucking brains out <laughs> and i was like oh that's a party member i guess not anymore not anymore i think shit like has happened like on multiple occasions <laughs> yeah and so like i i don't know i don't i don't know what's gonna happen and uh, we've also taken another route uh that i didn't take in the first couple hours I played, so I'm just like I don't I don't know what the con- what what consequences are going to come from these actions, but that's the fun of it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's like it's like the same feeling like on um, uh, what's it what's the what's that other game that we've been talking about Divinity Divinity Two. Yeah. Whenever like yeah. you find a new route to get out of uh, um, Fort Joy. Oh, it feels so good. Until you figure out all the ways to get off Fort Joy, and you're like, uh, Fort Joy. And and then when you accidentally do all of them at once. Yeah, and then you're like, I guess I'll just... Like, you, you leave and come back through the other way. It's like, yeah, exactly. hey guys, I forgot my, uh, I forgot to tell you guys bye. See ya. See ya. <laughs> then you leave a different route. Exactly. They'll never, they'll never find me this way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll have to get back into both. The both, uh, both games are fun, especially during their during the quarantine. Uh, all you people in Los Angeles, California, and all of that that area. Uh, good luck on your new on the next couple weeks for you guys. Yeah. Um. Good luck and uh, be safe, everybody. Everybody out there, be safe. Yeah. Wear masks. I know they're they're annoying, but wear the masks. Remember, remember, always remember that your life and your personal health of you and your fr- close friends and family are more important than than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let your don't let your corporate masters tell you otherwise. 
Don't let them think they care. Don't let them think they care. I'm sorry. Don't let them fool you into thinking they care. That's what I meant to say. That too. Um, but anyway, um, that that's kind of been it's kind of been my week. Uh, I've I've started started the show. Uh, I started watching. Um, we started watching Seis Manos actually. Mm-hmm. We're we're what like two three episodes in? I think we're four. We're on to four episode four. In? Okay, it, that is a good show. That is the other show by uh, Powerhouse. Yeah. If you um, if you've been following the podcast, you know that we've been talking about uh, Powerhouse a lot. They are a good studio. They are. They 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 know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, based in Austin, nice nice little studio. Yeah. Uh, do, they've done some cool stuff. They they um, one of the guys uh, they put out um some screenshots of season four of Castlevania, and it looks amazing. Uh, no surprise. Yeah, but I'm, looks, I'm, looks I'm really ready. Good. I'm ready for it. Uh, they were like, uh, one. He was like, uh, he was like, you think season three was dark? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh, that's all I need to hear. Oh, I'm so ready. Yeah, because I love, so I love dark. I, I love the like, like just cr- uh, crazy dark things happening. It's so much fun. Yeah, we we have that we have that 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 sort of dark humor. Where uh, we're like some stuff is so dark that it's funny, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like just like just the way some people just fucking bite it is <sighs> it's so graphic and so dark that it's kind of funny. That may make us sound like fucked up psychopaths. Eh, uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. But you, 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 we're probably on someone's list. Um, <laughs> it's but, the police. Oh no. <laughs> But you know when like when when you have a a minor character just talking mad shit or like he's doing he's doing some dirty shit and then he and then later on someone grabs his head and fucking explodes it, you know what I mean? Like that that's 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 funny. Come on, that's funny. (laughs) It's like uh, the boys just watching Homelander just do anything. It's so it's funny. It is it's dar- super it's funny. It's dark, sad, and funny. Oh, uh, if you haven't seen Sweet. the boys, watch the boys. <laughs> Are you caught up on the boys? Uh, no. Oh, you need to get caught up. Yeah, I I have like you can't you can't recommend it to I, the audience I mean, I can. if you yourself. I can. I just have a lot of things that I'm doing. Eli, sure. You need to watch it. Yeah, I know. I'm only I'm like two episodes uh, behind. Oh okay. So, oh, are you? Yeah, I'm only two episodes behind. Oh, that's 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 further than uh, last time we talked about it. Yeah, I do watch it. Oh. It's just like I do other things too. That's fair. Uh but no, it's it's the boys is fun. Oh, I love it's the super boys. fun. But yeah, you know, the dark heat, like this, the heat. I don't. I'm pretty sure it's what they wanted to get across. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. man, the dark humor in that. That show is so good, and it's not oh, for everybody. Like I, I, it's not for everyone. Oh, absolutely not for the for the for the for the sensitive stomachs, and you know, for the I, I don't mean it negatively, but the weakened heart. You know, it's it's not for everybody, but it's 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 a great show. Uh, Seis Manos is really good. 
Um, six hands. Six hands. Six hands. Yeah, it's it's. I I did love the first episode where we have just this kid, and like he's like I forgot his name, and like uh, do. It's like Domingo or something like that. Domingo, yes. Yeah. I was about to say Dormammu. Dormammu. <laughs> uh, this is Doctor Strange's uh, uh, enemy. No, but uh, he uh, he's like given like the main character treatment. Like we see him and like he's got like, hey, I want to train with like you a guys. Yeah, he's got a backstory. And then like, doesn't matter. <laughs> Fucking dies. Fucking dies in the first episode. Oh man! <laughs> it's a it's a good show. Yeah, no, for sure. There's like little action. nitpicks that I have with it, but it's it's over. Oh, it's, same. It's overall same. really good. And we can get into that when we when we actually finish for sure. Um, and do some overall stuff, but we did that. Um, I I finished my. Th- Third viewing of Legend of Korra. Oh, you really? I finished watching it. Yes, because I watched it with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished it with you first. Yeah, you did. And I finished it with my little brother. And then recently, just recently, I finished it with my girlfriend. Because she had seen it uh, when it was airing, but she, you know, forgot a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And there were some bits that she just outright never saw. Hmm. So we finished it. And... Yeah, she enjoys it. I enjoy that. Yeah, no, uh, for still... for what it was like, it was a really fun. It was a really fun show, uh, TV series. Yes. Um, I have my 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 nitpicks about it. Oh, for uh, sure, it's I not like a perfect they... one. Absolutely, absolutely. But I feel that there were some missed opportunities, to say the least. That I think that they could have uh, followed up on, because. Um, uh, we we talked about um, my girlfriend and I, but I, I I don't know if we touched on it in our talks about it. But I said that um, every every villain, um, the one of the cool things that Korra does uh, in contrast to Last Airbender, um, one of the major differences is that there's an enemy per season mm-hmm. in Korra rather than an overarching enemy in. Last chairman. Right. You know, they have their final goal. That this is the Fire Lord you know Ozai. What? Yes. Okay. I think you kinda of cut out a little bit earlier. Okay, what 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 it really get all fuzzy? Uh, like right whenever you started talking about like um the end the villains in Korra. All right. Uh, every every season um has his own main villain. Um, season one was Amon, two was Unalak, three was uh, Zaheer, and four was uh Kuvira. Mm-hmm. Um, and every villain uh after in the aftermath they have some sort of lasting effect on the world right they they whether good or bad they've changed the world mm-hmm. sent it in a new direction that everyone has to kind of deal with and i said the most disappointing thing to me was that the only character the only villain that didn't really do that was amon yeah 
uh, Amon, who is my second favorite villain behind Zaheer, um, he they take out Amon, and you kind of they the, the, the racism is solved. Yeah, uh, they they kind of just don't really talk about it. I think I think and, the thing about it, like it was uh, like Amon was more of like a a local localized uh villain rather than like a big picture villain you know what i mean yeah like he was more yes. of just in republic city i do think that they they screwed him up uh yes. like the especially like with him like being revealed for what he was it was super dumb yeah so so my my girlfriend and we talked about it we went back and forth and uh and i will preface this because uh, what, 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 what this what my tangents is about to make me seem like a pretentious asshole. Um, when do they not, Eli? Mm, but <laughs> I, I understand. I know the, uh, the, the circumstances that Cora went through all the way through behind the scenes. Um, this, uh, Nickelodeon wasn't very nice to them, to say the least. Um, so they were under a lot of pressure, a lot of time constraints, a lot of deadlines, a lot of unsures and all that goes. So I get that. And two... I, as much as I want to be, I'm not a professional. Uh, I'm still a fledgling. Um, but these are just raw ideas that, and I love, and I love Cora. I really like Cora. And these are just um, my own ideas from, you know, just the raw mind. But I said that, um, I said that, because there were, there, I remember seeing a tweet of someone saying that Amon shouldn't have had a backstory. Right, mm-hmm. uh, Amon should have just been a mysterious figure, right? The 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 person who Amon is was rather doesn't even matter. Yeah, because um, he's part of a bigger picture. Yes, and I said so. Let's take that idea, and and elevate it. Uh, I my idea was so you know how Amon throughout the first season was saying that he was he used to be like a farmer, mm-hmm. and a, and some firebenders came mm-hmm. and like burned his village down and that's where he got his scar and you know that's why he wears the mask and the vendetta yeah um and then later on you find out that oh fuck what was what was his brother's name uh 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 oh council council member tarlock tarlock yeah because there's cora's dad tonrock and then there's unalock so i get their three names confused don't you love the water tribe (laughs) all ten of them (laughs) Um, but, um, but yeah, then you get their backstory and how, like, they're the son of an old gang boss and, um, and, you know, they're, the way he takes, uh, the way he takes your bending away is through blood bending, which doesn't, which doesn't make sense. Um, and, you know, that whole thing. And he's also able to use blood bending, uh, during, psychically, psychically and during the day, not just yes. part of, uh. The moon, a full moon. yeah, the dumb, dumb. So I don't think I don't think that's dumb. I think the psychic blood bending is a little bit is a slight stretch, but the the part that I don't like that they well, it's not that I don't like it. They just never explain it how it works. Is that blood bending can take away bending? Yeah, I think uh, it, it basically. I think they try they tried to like make it so that like it blocks your chakras or something like that. In a sense, but I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. They don't. They don't really. They don't really go into how that works. It's just you're kind of supposed to believe it. You just and accept like, but, it. But like that's not how bloodbending works. But anyway, um, 
so I said, let's let's take these ideas and elevate it. So I said, what if what if both stories were a lie? Kind of like right? Joker esque. Yes, exactly like Joker. So what if so what if Cora? So keep the scene the same. Cora and Mako run up and they talk about how oh he was a water he's a waterbender he's bloodbending and you know and all that good stuff. And so basically the scene plays out the same, except you know. It turns out through circumstances and some dialogue that it turns out both stories weren't neither stories were true. Uh, Amon isn't the waterbender, uh, and Amon wasn't uh, wasn't the farmer. No, neither story was true. And then you have that moment of the reveal where everyone's kind of like looking around, like Amon, well, who what's, is what's going on? What's going on with Amon? Oh, and there's doubt clamoring. And so that's when Amon kind of turns around, takes a stand, and says, "It doesn't matter." doesn't matter who i am my ideology still stays the same yeah i think i think the problem with him was he was just like it it doesn't matter that he was a bender i think just how they how they handled it because if you don't know or you haven't seen it by the way this is spoilers uh it's a little late to say this but hey you know better Uh, late than whatever if you're scared of spoilers you're already gone yeah um but so Amon is against like uh, benders and uh, bending. He's he's uh, he's basically telling everybody like, "Hey, benders are bad." Okay, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Whenever he sh- is shown as a bender, it kind of just you know just sucks a little bit, and like everyone's like, "Oh, wait, he's lying to us." He's a bender. That means everything he says is a lie. Yeah, I, it doesn't that's matter kinda, what I feel. That's kind of the approach. Yeah. Oh, man. But I think, like, it would be interesting, but I think that it would be, like, a fundamental, like, it would be difficult to, like, make that in the story because then uh, right. Tarlock doesn't really matter. Sure. But basically, basically my idea, um, well, cause then, cause then you, cause what, then also another idea is that, um, that, uh, Amon is a spirit, right? Mm. Or a spirit that possessed, um, Amon, right? And that's where the bloodbending and the bending, uh, erasure come, like, comes from because it's spiritual. Okay. Um, I could, I could get behind that. Um, so that, that, that's where the connection comes from is because it uses bloodbending kind of as like a, as like a base you could say. And then the rest is a, is a spirit connection. Yeah. I, I could, um, I could get behind that. I do love spirits. I think they're, I think it was a really cool idea that they tried to implement. Yeah. And then, so that's, so then, uh, Tarlock stays, stays relevant. Yeah. But ultimately, ultimately my idea that I want to get through with, with, uh, Amon or my version of Amon is you can kill the revolutionary, but you can't kill the revolution. Yeah. Cause um, th- that's the idea. Yeah. Cause if you're, if the villain is more than just like a person, but is an ideal like then it's over like the villain in my opinion wins as long as the ideal state keeps going yes because then it's it would be even cooler like later on in like later seasons like they just show up exactly so so and that that was kind of my thing where like even when amon is gone right the equalists still stay like around but they change up their methods mm-hmm. right 
Um, so, like, say, so Amon's gone, you know, it still plays out the same, where, uh, where, you know, uh, Tarlock blows up the boat, and, you know, they kind of, like, leave it at, like, a mysterious thing, where, like, in the smoke, you see, like, a little spirit wisp leave, you know, and it's like, oh, ooh, ooh. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little open-ended, but, you know, af- and then after they dismantle the council and hire their and sorry not hire elect their first non-bender president because that's how you solve uh, oppression <laughs> <laughs> wink wink um you know the equalists still stay but they have a new leader which would probably be like the stun baton guy um and he has a new <laughs> yeah, who didn't have a name yeah he he did they like mentioned it probably like once oh uh, you've seen um, it three times if you don't know it then i don't think he's got it because i don't remember him saying <laughs> i don't remember name. it i remember him just being there and everyone's like "Ooh, he looks important because yeah. he has a character design and he's got like a weapon he's got a we- he's got a he's got a mustache <laughs> he's got shocky things. He's got shocky, uh, shocky things go burr. <laughs> <laughs> but so probably him or somebody else, uh, they or a new character, um, take up you know the the new leader of the Equalists. And while the message still stays the same, and while they still get a little rowdy, you know, do a little bit of a do a little bit of protesting and get a little rowdy sometimes. Ultimately, their methods of like forcing bent like. Um, forcefully taking bending away is obviously gone. So they kind and, of uh, deal they with try it. to have more of an open communication and try to talk, uh, you know. But you know they they stay relevant and you know and then that's what that's when you have like say in the second season right where uh, where Korra tries to get the Republic City Army to go to the South Pole right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, that, that plan doesn't work and it plays out the same, but then Korra ha- has an idea and she goes to guess what the, the new equalists. And she's like, Hey, you know, you guys got chi blockers that would really help in the war against, ben- against the North pole. And then the new guy, and then the new leader's like, sorry, Korra, we don't do that no more. Uh, also we kind of got like our own oppression that we're trying to solve <laughs> here in, here in the mainland. We're not gonna go fight a war for someone else. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> and you know that that stays that stays there. Um, it would also be then, interesting, like, it, whenever all the um, like after harmonic convergence, when all the uh, new Airbenders show up, like they're exactly like, they're, like how they would take it. Because exactly. I'm sure a lot of people, or at least a lot of the ones that shared the ideas of the Equalizer would be like, oh great, it's another form of bending to oppress us. And then and then you could have it on the flip side, where it's like, yo, I got bending. All my problems are solved. <laughs> it's like, hey, oh man, like what, hap- what would happen? Like, hey, the, the guy who has the long uh, mustache, who is now the deemed new leader of the Equalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just become, becomes an airbender. Yeah, <laughs> so it, like, it, it adds up. that whole... I didn't even think of that. But yeah, that adds a whole new dilemma. Because it's like, yeah, no, now a lot of us have bending. Uh, so the message kind of, the message shouldn't change, but the people are. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you have the likes with Zaheer, 
where Zaheer comes up and he's like, yo, non-benders, uh, I know that like our version of equality isn't exactly the same, but yo, if y'all equalists roll with me, you'll never know oppression. You know, you'll never know oppression ever again. It'll be completely equal and everyone's free. And then while some people are like, whoa, we're not kind of, we're not really with total anarchy. There are others that are like, you know what? Hell yeah. yeah. Down with the system. <laughs> I'm sure he would so, be able to like convince them by just going like, hey, all the people who are like our leaders, they're benders. They've been uh, Yeah, that you. too. <laughs> that too. And so you have some of the equalists join the Red Lotus, and then the new leader is like, whoa, now it's personal. Uh, so, hey, Cora, I joined the party for this season. And then <laughs> there you go. It just changes the whole aspect. Exactly. And then, the, and then in the fourth season with Kuvira, you could be like, you could be like, well, we're changing one oppressor for another. Uh, for we're changing, you know, one president for Hitler. So uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna help. We're gonna help fight Kuvira. So it's that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I always enjoy it whenever like the villain of like a previous villain becomes like an uh, an ally of some sort. I always think those are really cool moments. It's like an enemy of that, my enemy is my friend. Oh yeah, no, that moment in the fourth season when they go to Zaheer, uh, when when they go to Zaheer and Zaheer helps Korra get over her trauma with the spirit world, um, because he hates Kavira by nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Zaheer is like the best. Uh, He's like, I don't like you, Korra, because you're the Avatar. But I hate Kuvira because she's a dictator. She's an actual <laughs> dictator. <laughs> uh, so I I like that. I love Zaheer. He's 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 my favorite villain. Oh yeah, for sure. I think uh, I think they did really well with Zaheer. I mean, I I enjoy Kuvira a lot, but I think like they made like they they came really strong with her at the very beginning of the season like the first half yes she she was an she because when you when they first introduce her she's an imposing force mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the way she handled those bandits on her own is just her introduction i think is great yeah and i think they did really well with like you know showcasing like who she is but mm-hmm. She didn't really have, like, you know, room to grow, like, as a villain and as, like, you know, as, like, because as you're watching, like, the show, like, you, there's definitely, like, at the very beginning of the, the seasons, usually, there'll be, like, that, like, build up. And there wasn't really, like, too much build up. Like, yeah, she does have, like, the big robot, which is cool, until, like... You know, you watch the last episodes, like, it's it just, it just felt very spaced out, like, that fight. You know what I mean? It didn't feel mm-hmm, like they were mm-hmm. all fighting together. I don't know. You're right. But I think they I think they show, showed too much of, like, who Kavira is at the very beginning. So then, like, in the second part of that season, she doesn't... She's just stagnant. Yeah. I, I, I do agree that, like... Her using the mech in the final battle is a little disappointing because every other fight that we see her before then is her bending and like her like is an actual like bending fight. Yeah. 
and uh it, it's i because like i think um oh what was uh, it? What was it? i think discord's glitching out oh, i just forgot oh, what i was oh. about to say oh now i remember that it what? happens uh i think like the reason why we enjoyed like seraphim from blood of zeus was uh because yeah, this, this uh, we actually folks. saw him grow uh this will this will be funny you know what i mean mm-hmm. eli hello oh, i think he's gonna realize that i, I can't yes yes oh huh? hey eli welcome back oh yeah yeah hello this is always entertaining. <laughs> the, um... Are you hello? Yeah, yeah. Are you back? This is this is always entertaining. The um... I don't yes. know what's going on. Huh? <laughs> Almost. Yeah. Eli. The technical difficulties are always nope, the best. No, nope, he's gone again. You know they happen very. Yes. Eli. Oh. Hello. So now this is. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I just hear just a burp. Yeah. This is going to be funny because he's also talking on his side. Oh, he can't hear me. Adam? Yes. Hello? He's talking on his side. Eli. So, Adam? (laughs) Yes, I can hear you. (laughs) Can you hear me? (laughs) All right, hold on. This is excellent. Yeah, huh? What? Oh. Hello? Yes. There you go. Okay, cool. We just were for a good five minutes just talking to each other. Oh, that's okay. Because like that's I could okay. hear you, but I guess you couldn't hear me. I could, I could hear you. You couldn't hear me. So I guess, I guess what was happening is like every like, like I would be able to hear you, but you wouldn't hear me, and then it would just switch. Because then there would be moments where it's just like, Eli's just quiet, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, so... I don't even know where we what, what, what we were talking about. Like, I know what we were talking about, but like, where we were. Okay, so I will say, I guess I'll bring it back, and I'll say, um, I think every season, minus season two, has a really good introduction to its villain okay yeah uh they have a very strong introduction scene where uh amon uh showcases by taking away someone's bending and really showing how scary he is um zahir breaks out of prison yeah and so cool so he breaks out the best way yes and i and i said and i said to my girlfriend when we were watching that scene I was like, you know, you know you're going to die when the villains are quoting Bible scriptures at you. <laughs> it's like that moment in, um, uh, what was it, Van Helsing? No. Yeah, no. What was, what was the, the, the anime that has uh, Dracula and then uh, as Alucard? Helsing. Yeah, Helsing. Not Van Helsing. Helsing. When uh, uh, Anderson starts, uh, shows up and he's just saying Bible scriptures. Yes, like, it's oh, the best. No. Uh, so, so when so when you go up to someone in prison and you're like, "Here's your slop, eat up," and they're like, "Samuel, uh, twenty five, eleven, You're like, "Oh shit!" Oh, oh yeah, no! He's, he's hey, about to bust out. hey, here's the hot pocket I was gonna have for lunch. <laughs> Please don't kill me. It's like, oh god. 
It's like, you know what my favorite scripture is? Oh, oh shit. No. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, so Zaheer has a very strong moment. And then Kuvira has, a, has a, a very strong moment, too, when she takes out the bandits that are trying to um, steal from the train. Yeah. Um, and she takes them all on by herself. And then they're all like, oh, shit, that's Kuvira's train. <laughs> <laughs> this is the wrong one, guys. Um, so... Yeah, it's very it's very cool. I th- I think I think they do do pretty well all all in all like together with their villains. Yes. I think some of just the execution or like the later parts of the execution is just fall short. Like with Amon with uh, Kuvira Zahir, I loved the entire time. I think he was probably the best like villain. Like, well, he is the best. Zahir villain. Zahir and his whole crew. Yeah, no, I I. I still say to this day the best scene in the show was that little moment uh, when when they were in the van with Mako and Bolin and they're just shooting the shit talking to each other and there's just that little bit of downtime uh, where like uh, where they're like yeah we were stuck in there for 13 years but it felt like 30 you know what yeah. I mean. And that they just have that little talk, and then when then when uh, Zahir goes, "Hey, muffle them, because we're about to head into the city." It's his wording that's like he would have let them keep going. Yeah, he wasn't gonna stop them. And so it's just in that like minute long scene, you learn so much about all the villains. Yeah, like how like there's uh, like just romances between them in their little group and stuff like that. It was it was, yes. it was cool. It was cool. I think I know, I love like I think the coolest part because there's actual like progression with uh, Zahir that you see because like he's already a badass like he was a he was the leader of uh, this group of very powerful benders I'm sorry molten lava bending uh, pretty strong not gonna lie oh yeah pretty versatile pretty too. versatile too. And Zaheer doesn't have any bending and is the leader? Okay, alright. And then when he does get uh, bending, oh, it's over. Oh, yes. Uh, and he's already like a master at it. Yeah, because like, he studied uh, all the air nomads. Yeah, he's a nomad. He's a nomad weeaboo. <laughs> he's a nomad weeaboo. But I think they do really well because like they they foreshadow... Um, what happens to him at the very beginning? Because at the very, because at the very beginning, I don't think I don't remember exactly because I didn't watch it three times. I've only watched it once, but uh, they're always like talking about this certain monk that talk Guru Lahima, yeah, Guru Lahima, who's always talking about like the void and like let go of all your earthly connections and you will be the void, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and like they they foreshadow that a lot because Zahir just learns how to fly, like without like having to like bend like air up and stuff like that. It was really cool. Yeah, so he talk he talks about how um, he mentioned in the in in his introductory scene that one of the gurus that he that he like idolizes. Um, he learned how to basically let go of his earthly tethers and become one with the void. Um, and, and 
as Zaheer put it, he spent the last 40 years of his life never touching the ground. So season three is also probably the darkest season because season three has a lot of like straight up death. Yes. Because uh, uh, one of the one of the villains, Pali, gets her head exploded. They don't show it. Of course they won't. But yeah, no, her head explodes. Yeah. Um, that's super dark. And that's when Zaheer's like, well, there goes my last earthly tether. And he just flies. Yeah, because that was his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and she, and, um, and it's, it's really, yeah, they did foreshadow it. And they did talk about it the whole time. How Zaheer was going to just let go. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like, it, it was a, that was the example of a good buildup. That like. Yes. I think should have also, like, ha- something should have happened with, like, Kuvira. Why did that, yeah. sta- why did that start my my echo? Here's something I found on the web. Uh, computer, stop. <laughs> okay. Echo, make, uh, make Unalak a good villain. <laughs> Unalak, Unalak, we don't talk about Unalak. Unalak was so bad. So... <laughs> Not not to make this the Avatar podcast, but to continue on with that, I said Unlock's biggest misopportunity in that season was the emotional turmoil that it could have put Korra in, mm-hmm. um, because that's her family. Like that is her uncle. Unlock was her uncle. Uh, it, honestly, like season two, Korra was wasn't that wasn't real. Like how Korra was. Like she did a lot of things that was just out of character you know what i mean i don't th- i don't think it was out of character i just think it was a lot oh i don't um, know because cora because cora is brash and a little irrational and you know she does she does think with her emotions rather than her head but i think in season two they just ramped that up to a million i don't know it didn't really make sense that she just would allow her her dad and her mom to uh just get thrown in jail by Unalak. Uh that part didn't really make I sense mean, to me. Fair enough. But I think a lot of I think her I think um I think they just took her character and just kind of exaggerated it. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? And it, it just it didn't feel, you know, uh it didn't feel organic. I guess that's probably cuz yeah. uh Cora in season 3 and season 4 like you they act she actually feels like a person especially in season four or at least at the very beginning of season four because like she's going through the aftermath of fighting zaheer and all yeah and all the villains and they're all just it's all like yeah it's like oh yeah our heroes uh do have problems too (laughs) i i thought it was a missed opportunity because like season two you know, it's it's about her home, mm-hmm. right? The South Pole is her home. That's where her family is. That's where she grew up mm-hmm. um, for, like, her life up until probably, like, six months prior. Um, and, you know, her uncle, that's her uncle who shows up with her with her cousins. You know, that's her family. Yeah. This, is, this is a matter between her home and her family. And, um... I oh yeah, Discord's acting up again. Yeah, he oh yeah yeah, he's gone again. Okay, all right. Eli. 
yeah, this, this score is acting funny. Adam? Oh my goodness, Adam. Eli. Gotta, Hello? Gotta love this score. Adam. I'm sorry, guys. We're having a lot of technical difficulties today, and I Adam. don't know why. Adam? Ooh. Adam. Eli? Adam? Eli? Adam. Eli? Hello? All right. Yes. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Y- yes. Okay. Hey, third oh, time love, is the charm, right? I love technical difficulties. A lot of technical difficulties. That that just makes things even funnier. <laughs> it's so bad. So good. <laughs> it's going to be nightmare. Um, edit. That's okay. <laughs> I, I have an idea, but that's okay. 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 <laughs> um. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, as I said, um, you know, th- this is a it's a season that takes place in her home with her family, um, and you just don't feel it. Yeah. Right. It does. It doesn't feel like that personal for her, um, even though it sh- should be something that's like tearing her apart. Right. Like she just doesn't really feel like a an actual like for me she doesn't feel like an actual character like that we saw in like season one three and four like just Mm -hmm. like that like organic and my my idea my my idea um that i had for season two uh there were a couple things uh one let's uh let's as as beautiful and as great as the avatar one backstory looked toss that out Get rid of that. We don't need that. So instead, probably the best right? part of the season. Yes, but <laughs> it, aside from how it looks, it's not that great. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good world building. E- e- kind of. Yeah, I, um, I think uh, I think that was that was probably one of my favorite parts of that season. Maybe. Anyway, go ahead. But we we tossed that out. Okay. Get rid of that. Okay. Um, and instead, right? Um, instead of instead of the Avatar one, you can still have one in a way. Mm-hmm. But instead of that, it's her past lives come up, and they're like, "Oh boy, uh, we gotta help." And so, in helping Korra restore her memories, they they go through their own, right? Because in this season, since it's something so personal for her, it once again comes down to a battle between obligation and personal feelings mm-hmm. right same with ang before how it was his obligation as the avatar but his personal feelings as a monk well do i kill him do i not how do i resolve this without going against my teachings yeah what's the um, and then you have way? exactly then you have something like with roku where it was like um i need to put him down but this is also my brother basically yeah, this is my best you know? friend for life exactly so you have so the the avatars, um, and you don't have to use uh, Roku and Kiyoshi and I think what was the other one, uh, the Waterbender one, but you don't have to use that them. You could use pr- uh, others. It would be a good opportunity to bring up others, and you could still have one. Mm-hmm. But you know, it would. Um, I think I think they, the the one backstory is important though because that explains like. Vatu, 
Yeah, uh, in my in my uh, in my version in in my version of it, Rava and Vatu don't exist. Okay, good because that wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Vatu and Rava don't exist. Yeah, um, at least not in that capacity. Yeah, because but um, but you know they go through and in their tellings of their stories and what you know and their life, Korra is on the other side and she's remembering certain pieces and in that remembrance she's remembering things that she did with her uncle and things that she did with her cousin you know uh memories that piece it all together and how much she cared for her uncle and how much the betrayal um of from him to her whole family like hits her because you know that's someone she trusted that is that's her uncle right um and then she comes out of it a, a stronger, uh, with new knowledge um, and just a revelation. You know, it's like I I know what I what I have to do. Um, I think it, I think it it definitely like that that sounds like it's that's a possibility that they could have gone. I think that there is just a like that season's just fundamentally not it's not it's not a strong season like in. Like, like, what, what, what the heck does the Avatar group even really do? Well, Marco uh, figures out that Varric um, is making, you know, is, oh, is effectively. Oh, I forgot. Uh, Varric is a, is effectively um, what's it called? Instigating a war. Pro, yeah, war profiteering. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I forgot that Var Varric being introduced in that season was the best part of that season it's also the season that iroh shows up yeah and that felt and you know what that was actually really good for him because like that it made sense character progression wise like iroh being in the spirit world that makes sense if you notice he was also dressed up in his uh in his t-shirt yeah he was oh man iroh was great i love iroh Leaves on the vine. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So, anyway, uh, not to linger on Korra too long, though. Uh, I I love Korra. I think in I think in hindsight, uh, like what is it, six seven years later? <laughs> uh, I think there could have been there are of course, you know, things that could have been different. But like I said, I understand that. Um, you know the studio and the team. You know circumstances weren't weren't the weren't ideal. Right. And I'm sure in a perfect world they would have done better and whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, but that being said, I, I love Korra. I think Korra is a. I think Korra as a character is a great follow up to Aang. Yeah, I um, I, th- I think they do do whatever well they that. do. In that regard. And. Um, oh. Eli. There it goes again. Yeah, P.S. Again. Oh, there it goes again. <laughs> we both uh, laughed. <laughs> yeah, okay, because that seems to be the best solution. Okay. Uh, anyway. Don't worry, we're fixing uh, our, our technical difficulties by bashing our head into it. That seems and to it work seems to work time. the best way. But... Anyway, uh, I understand circumstances, like I said, like I keep saying, mm-hmm. 
But I love Korra. Don't don't let my criticisms think I don't like Korra. I love Korra. I'm one of the five people that genuinely love Korra. <laughs> no, it's like us us talking about like Korra, like especially like this amount of time, like it's not out of like us hating it like not, neither of us hate Korra and us being able to like criticize it and want it to be like think of better ways I think that shows more like I think from a creator standpoint I think that's that's mm-hmm. really good yeah and whatever they do whatever uh, uh, Paramount Viacom Nickelodeon whatever whatever they plan to do because they've hinted at there might be some Avatar stuff coming in the future. Uh, whatever they plan to do, hopefully, 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 it's good. Yeah. That's all we can really hope for, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm curious as to what they have in under the under the hood. Well, you've done a lot this well, week. I haven't really done a lot. <laughs> I've, you, know, you know what I'm good at? I'm stretching it out. <laughs> um... Well, I guess we'll. I'll talk about my week. Yeah, what have you done this Not week? Not a lot. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah my my sisters were were over. They had because this has been Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving week for people for us in the states. Um. So my sisters were over. Uh. And they, uh, originally were gonna go to Corpus Christi. Um. Right. For my. Uh, for one of my sisters who just turned 16 to get her her permit. Now, the, now we live in we live in Dallas, and I, I know that not everybody knows where Corpus Christi is and uh, like relevant, but it's an eight-hour drive. And so you gotta ask the question: Hey, why are you driving so far away? Oh yeah, COVID's a thing. And everybody, uh, if for like the to get your permit and get your license, it's all you have to make an appointment, and it's all booked until uh, what's it called? Like February, March. Mm-hmm. So they were trying. They were they had to go to Corpus, but I guess they found one that was closer, so they didn't have to do that. So I thought I was gonna have the the house to myself. Didn't happen. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, uh, I'm sure that everybody knows that like you know, COVID's getting worse everywhere, um, especially in the states. Uh, like we said at the beginning of this podcast, like please stay stay as safe as you can, wear your masks and all that. But it, it was starting to get like a little bit worrying, and like I, I'm starting to get worried. Uh, so I I put in my like I, I quit my job at the uh um the grocery store not because of covid though. well i mean there is like that part but like i'm also i was also done with it too but yeah just 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 quit. yeah it, like it, that was that was one of the like one of my reasons yeah um but you know i did i did quit my job um and it feels so much better because now I just don't have like hanging depression. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm and I'm doing all the other stuff and getting it through or getting like a better job that I can hopefully be able to stay home, uh, especially during this time. Yeah. And then um, I think like what the twenty seventh was that Wednesday? 
No, no, 25th. Right? Is that Wednesday? Yes. Yeah, so I, I purchased a game. And this game's been really fun. Oh, boy. I purchased a game, and it's... it's you may have heard of it. It's called uh, Crusader Kings 3. He's been talking about it all week. I, I've, put, I've had this game for four days, five days now. I've put over i think 50 hours into it i've put 50 hours and uh, 50.8 hours into crusader kings oh it is so much fun oh uh if you don't know what crusader kings is which is understandable um because it's not for everybody it is a um European simulator or like ruling simulator where you play as a um, as a person in uh, anywhere in Europe uh, you could be a random no name lowborn or the king of Ireland and you you play and you just be you be that guy and try to either and you just get to do whatever you really want. You want to become the king of uh, king of France? Go for it. Try and maneuver your way politically and and if you need to like take a duchy or whatever. It's really cool. I've I've been having a lot of fun. Um, I played as uh, uh, Iceland. And I was a uh, Vikings, and I created the British Empire, <laughs> reformed the Norse mythology, created it as a um, a church that could rival the Catholic uh, Pope. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and there's just there's a lot of like in depth parts in that game, um, and it's just it, it keeps me entertained for hours on end. Until like I realize as like oh it's like four or five in the morning, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got like a podcast I gotta <laughs> get ready for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, as for like stuff that I've been watching, like we said, we've been watching uh, Seis Manos. I actually started watching um, Disenchantment. Oh, really? Yeah, have you seen that show? I watched like. Five episodes, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Yeah. So there's like two uh, parts, or there's two seasons now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, Disenchantment is from the same like minds that did uh, The Simpsons and um, Futurama. Futurama, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So uh, Simpsons is like the modern day. Futurama is the future. Well, Disenchantment is the is uh fantasy and you know it's i'm i'm torn on it you know what i mean like it's got mm-hmm. funny moments but it doesn't like just like get me like all they're far and few in between yeah like i mean i'm interested in it and like they're how they're doing it is like it's like an actual like it's a story way story based instead of like how futurama and the simpsons are and more episodic it's more right. like chronological story, which is fine. It has an overarching narrative. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, I enjoy that. I don't know. It's just... 
I feel like so, like it, the 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 punchlines are a bit far stretched, or they're just so like like they're they're a le- they're a level below. Like I have to use my brain to laugh. You know what I mean? Oh, it's it's more. Are you seeing this more uh, lowbrow? I guess. Like it's like it's kind of like like uh, like the potty humor type thing. No, no, no. It's not. It's not like it's not like that. Like it's more. It's more. I guess more witty. Mm, okay, okay. But like it just like some like there are. It's more. It's not necessarily like they don't make the jokes. It's just an, a funny like moment or like like the the scenario that they're in is like once okay. if you take a step back. You're like, man, this is actually like super ridiculous. Uh, right, right, right. I do right. love it. Uh, Eric Andre plays one of the main, oh, one of the main characters in it. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> he plays the little demon, and he's just Eric Andre as the demon. <laughs> Eric Andre is a gift to mankind. <laughs> Because all that, like, it's like, hey, you know what? You should kill him. Do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Just, it's like, oh, yeah, I forget that he's uh, actively trying to uh, <laughs> make everything do on, bad. See, on the alignment scale, you have, you have you know, your lawful goods, you know, your chaotic neutrals, uh, you know, neutral evil, stuff like that. Like, Eric Andre is just chaotic. Yeah. He doesn't really p- go in any direction. He's just chaotic. <laughs> oh man, I love Eric Andre. He's so good. So do I. Like he's he's great. Uh, have you seen anything of the new season? There's a new season. I guess of, not. Uh, of, of 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 the uh, of the Eric Andre. Show, I guess rather. not. So, uh, there's lore. There's lore now. Yeah, there's lore. So. Hannibal Burris, you know, the lovely co-host, he left. What? Yes. And on his way out, uh, Eric was basically like, so what what am I supposed to do with the co-host? And before Hannibal left, he said, look in the chair. He looks in the chair, finds some of his hair, clones his hair, and now the new new co-host is Blannable. No, (laughs) it's Blannable. Blannable Burris. Uh, and so we've been getting new, so we've been cycling through co-hosts, and it's, it's, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Ah, uh, like, Eric Andre is the chaotic energy we need right now. Oh, man. I love, I love Eric Andre. I need, I need to watch the new he, season, I guess. I didn't realize it was, he, uh, He's great. Oh, man. I didn't realize it was out. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's airing. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. Uh, maybe check Hulu. I think I think it is on Hulu. Because uh, I know Eric, the I know the Eric Andre show is on Hulu, mm-hmm. but I don't know if the new season is being updated on it. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Um, mm. I I haven't. I I'll be honest. I haven't watched Hulu in a good little bit. I pay for it, but I haven't watched it. I use it, so you use my keep, you, keep you use my just keep doing what you do. <laughs> You keep doing your thing, and uh, it'll get used. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks, Eli. Uh, I use it. My my mom, my family uses it. It's you, it's okay. You just you just keep uh, you just keep putting that money down, and uh, it'll go to a good it'll cause. Go, I swear. Yeah, I bet. 
<laughs> um, another thing that we did, uh, Eli, and this is actually really recent. Uh, mm-hmm. We actually got to be able to play D anD D this week. Yes, we haven't been we yes. haven't been able to play D anD D in a good little while. Yes, because our uh, schedules are so are so fun. Yeah, that and then like also like COVID's made it a little difficult. Um, yes. Now, obviously, like uh, there are like sites like Roll Twenty, but it's just not the same. No, yeah, it never will be. Oh, it's, uh, it's not playing playing in person has this whole different feel, um, whole different just atmosphere, and this whole different like energy to it. That being said, though, playing online it isn't a terrible alternative. But I'll be honest, I think. I think I like I enjoy playing online if I'm a character. I don't like being a DM online. Yeah, because like there's there like then I actually do have to like prepare like more. And like I like I'm a procrastinator, Eli. Don't worry, I am too. (laughs) As remember, remember before we started, we before we started episode one, before we hit record on episode one, it took us. Four months to get to that point. <laughs> Not because of like you know anything aside from scheduling, really. Um, aside from that minor thing, we just we just procrastinate. Yeah, but we're here now. Oh man, it's yes. So like whenever like we're uh, like it's like hey Adam, run a game. It's like. Do you know, like, how much I have to, like, put? Like, I can't just, like, make the map in front of you guys. Because I... But you've also had the itch to run, though. Yes. Yes. Yes, I have. It's just... It's it's balancing that itch with my procrastination. It's it's a difficult one. Because it's like, I want to run, but I don't want to (laughs) prepare. Yeah. I I get you. (laughs) Oh, man. And then, like, also, like, our most of our group can't really like play, like Ru- Rustin's yeah, in uh, England now. And then, like, our our schedules are fucked because I work yeah six days a week. Yeah, you work six days, which I thought you were getting that out. I thought they. would Yeah, yeah. I don't know anymore, man. because uh, I I asked, and they don't know. <laughs> I think I think it's gonna be through the holidays, Ugh. and so I'm like, all right, well, I guess uh, I won't make it to that yeah, point. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's terrible. Yeah, uh, this started. It started like September, not even like late late August was when it started, up till now, and we're and apparently it's likely going to be through. Uh, through to the um after christmas till till christmas yeah i'm good yeah that's uh, terrible because it's, it's not, not e- it. you're not even getting like are you getting like a full 40 isn't it just 32 hours or something like that it's, it's about it's about 30 yeah so you're not even like like you're not even getting more than 40 hours so you're not getting like overtime so it's really just time get your days getting sucked away by the corporate yeah oh and and it's even and like it's all day it's six to eight hours uh so i come home exhausted i don't feel like doing anything yeah uh or if i do something it's kind of just recreational relaxing so i never get anything done that's productive Mm -hmm. 
Um, and when I do jump into something productive, it's very minor or just not a lot. Uh, so I'm, I'm currently looking, looking elsewhere. Yeah, not for sure. Try to find something that you can stay home. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, that's really all that I've done this week. Nothing too much. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, there have been things going on in the week. Oh, really? What's been going yes, on, Eli? Absolutely. Well, uh, we talked about it before we hit record a little bit, but uh, there were there were funny things that I things that I found funny mm-hmm. was that last night there were a couple boxing matches that went on. Okay, one between uh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. And one between uh, um, Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. Okay. Um, I don't think any of these people need explanation. Ex, uh, an explanation, because uh, if you're on the internet, you likely know who most of these people are. Um, Nate Robinson is an NBA player, mm-hmm. uh, and the other two are boxers. And Jake Paul is a YouTube is a douchebag YouTuber. <laughs> um. Everyone was excited for the Nate Paul and uh, for the Nate Robinson and Jake Paul Jesus uh, fight, particularly because people thought that this would be the moment where Jake Paul gets knocked on his ass and gets knocked over off that high horse of his. Nah, it wasn't it. Yeah, that, that was not. That was not it. Uh, I, for one, was really hoping. That Jake Paul would get punched in the lip, um, because nothing, nothing is more satisfying in life than when a pretentious prick just gets one clean across the face, because they deserve it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just nothing, nothing gets my jollies. Nothing really, really just you know makes the flowers bloom more than that. But. No, that wasn't it. To my to my and most everyone on the internet's disappointment, but also hilarity, Nate Robinson got knocked the fuck out he, a minute and a half into the second round. He bounced. <laughs> he bounced <laughs> like when he hit the ground. He he bounced up. My boy got slapped. <laughs> oh, the memes that, that came out of that was pretty great though. Oh yes. Uh the the only the really good thing are just the memes. Uh kid Simba running over him, pawing him like dead, get up. Get up, dad. Or uh Among Us dead body reported. <laughs> um just stuff like that. And the real winner of both those matches is Snoop Dogg, who was commentating over both of them. Um and Snoop Dogg is a character all on his own. Uh, I wasn't expecting that yeah. uh, Snoop Dogg to be that. I, ha- I had no idea. I knew that these fights were happening. I didn't know they were happening last night. And I didn't know until after they happened. Um, but Snoop Dogg commentating is hilarious, as Snoop Dogg does with any situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I am I'm disappointed in Nate Robinson. And, uh, I'm <laughs> and as the memes show... Uh, he's gonna have a hard time living this down if he can. For sure. Uh, he got knocked out by Jake Paul of all people. Uh, but I guess we'll see. Uh, I, one of my favorite things was um, he was quoted uh, on his Twitter. 
he was quoted saying um, he's doing this for his family, his team, and most importantly, the kids. And my favorite reply was, I guess he said, fuck them kids in the second round, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Um, so, that, there's that. Yeah. Um, and who, who and won the, the of... fight with uh, Mike Tyson? Oh, it was a tie. It was a tie? Hmm. Yes. It was deemed a tie. Okay. Though apparently, 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 if you actually go back and watch it, um, Mike Tyson like destroyed the guy, and there and it's funny because like Mike Tyson, who basically it's like he never stepped out the ring um, for him. Uh, he after the fight, he was like, yeah, 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 I can't wait till we have to till we do this again. And Roy jo- and Roy uh, Jones is on the other side, just like, oh God, please. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> like he had the look of like I barely survived the lion's den. Don't throw me back in. Hey, at least he didn't bite off his ear. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which one of us was gonna make the joke, but I knew it was coming. yeah, yeah, it was coming. There's Mike Tyson is a character in and of it himself. All on his own, yes. Uh, I'm gonna fuck um, you till you love me. Isn't that what he said? Uh, yeah. Yes. I'll fuck you to. Yeah, I'll show you what a real man is. I'll fuck you till you love me. <laughs> Something along those yeah. lines. But yes. Uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, hey Adam. Hey Eli. Uh, before we dive super deep into the news, you know what it's time what for? What time is it, Eli? It's ad time! we Boy, I love I ads. do, too. I love eating. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Food on oh the table. Oh, my goodness. I get top ramen. Ugh. Anyway, yes. what's what else is going on in the entertainment? So Adam, do you did you know some hidden some hidden lore in uh, Nintendo's Pokemon? There's hidden uh, lore about the Pokemon in particular, Kadabra. What's going on with Kadabra? So I'm glad you asked. Because that so, over a decade ago, that, that line is like my fa- one of my favorite kinds of uh, Pokemon. Oh no! So about a year, uh, not about a year ago, a, uh, a little over a decade ago, um, Nintendo was sued. Um, in particular, because of a Pokemon card uh, that featured Kadabra. Okay. So Kadabra, um, uh, he was the the company was sued by Uri Geller. Okay. Uh, who was a spoon bending magician. Okay. Um, he, he sued them because he felt that Kadabra was, uh, uh, was basically infringing on likeness. Mm, okay. Um, I forget what the exact one was. Cause I think it was because he like a nickname of his was Kadabra or something. And you know, they were both spoon benders and like, so he, he thought that the Pokemon that's. That has a tail and is yellow was him. So, the quote. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So I, I here it is. The self-proclaimed psychic dispute. Um, 
with Nintendo began in 2000 when he sued the company alleging that his name and signature uh, spoon-bending act had been stolen and used in the creation of a Pokemon that vilified him. Okay. He said he goes on to say that Nintendo turned him turned him into an occult into an uh, uh, evil occult Pokemon character. Nintendo stole his identity by using his name and signature image. So, um, because of the lawsuit and the ongoing dispute, um, Nintendo was unable to make Pokemon cards featuring Kadabra. Uh, he was also completely uh, wiped from the anime. He would never show up from in the anime again from that point hmm. on. But, yesterday, oh. yesterday, he finally came out and said that he is releasing the ban. Well, thanks, man. What is that? 20 years 20 later, years, hey. I was wrong. He tweeted out saying, I am truly sorry for what I did 20 years ago. Kids and grown-ups, I am releasing the ban. It's now up to Nintendo to bring back my Kadabra Pokemon card back. It will probably be one of the rarest cards now. Much energy and love to all. Oh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Okay, cool, man. Stroke your ego a little bit. It'll probably be the rarest card, if not the rarest, of all time. <laughs> I I find this so interesting, though. You know what I mean? Uh, it is definitely like because I I never knew about that. Uh, all, honestly, like the the Abra uh, evolution line is like my favorite. Is one of my favorite Pokemon lines. Uh, mm. Alakazam is my favorite Pokemon by far, or one of mm. my favorite. It it's not it's not like it used it. It was honestly one of those like did you know type uh type little trivia yeah. things. Um, because it was never anything that major, right? The only thing was that Kadabra couldn't be on the Pokemon card. He also was never really in the anime because of it. Um, but that was really it, you know? It's not like the Pokemon was wiped from existence and stuff like that. So no one really, like, knew. knew. Because, I mean, like, there's, there's Alakazam Pokemon cards, right? Yeah. Yes. And, like, I don't, I don't know, like... I never really knew how to play the Pokemon card game. Um, but I'm pretty sure you needed to like have like the previous um, evolution in order to get to the thir- the next evolution in the game. I I don't think no? so. No? Okay. Um no, I don't think so. I So then what's the point of having When the- I was younger, well I mean I don't know, fucking cards. I don't okay. know, man. I used to, I used to play, but even when I did play as a kid, um, it was still the basic of the basics. I didn't know like all the rules. Okay. I just knew what cards you should and shouldn't put down. Oh yeah, no, I super didn't know anything. Like whenever I was super into uh, Pokemon cards, this was back whenever I like had nobody to play with, and I was like living mm. like in like Colorado and Arkansas, and I didn't have any friends. I just mm. made up my rules. I won. <laughs> well, but I was also... That's all yeah, that matters. But I was definitely more of a, like, Magic the Gathering player. Mm-hmm. 
So I, yeah, I I don't play card games. Oh, card games. So I fun. know. I know. For me, I know better to get than to get invested into something that I won't play for. Very card long. games are so much fun. Uh, sure, absolutely. But yeah, uh, Kadabra's back. Well, welcome back, uh, Kadabra. You... Yeah, you rare card, you super rare. Yeah, go for limited it. Limited edition. Uh, it's a cool little bit. I think I think it's cool that he finally, you know, let it let that it go. He, he owned up to it. <laughs> Thanks, man. I it is I think it's a little ridiculous <laughs> that he felt that type of way. That he felt vilified um by this children's um this occult you know, Pokemon. Evil <laughs> occult, sure. <laughs> Man, don't you know? Uh, you you're know what? You know what is? E- <laughs> you know what isn't evil in a hmm. cult? What? The Avengers. Ooh, what's going on with the Avengers? Uh, so you know, you know, Square Enix put out a uh, an Avengers game, right? I do now. You didn't know about uh, Square Enix uh, Avengers honest, game? No, I didn't. What do you mean you didn't I know? I don't like. I don't played the the avenger games or like it, it you don't need, yeah i didn't know that. you don't need to you, you well okay well, well, uh, what, now, what, what, well, what is that one i'm pulling adam under like this is me live pulling adam from uh under the rock He's i have been under a rock time. it's called <laughs> crusader kings oh, <laughs> fuck you. um anyway um Scranix published a Avengers Marvel Avengers game. It has nothing to do with the movies. Okay. It's its own thing. Okay. However, the game's not that great. <laughs> yeah, normally isn't. Um it, it was it was yeah. not good. And for a while and for a while we've been uh we've been people have been speculating that the sales have been not great. Mm-hmm. Um but Square kind of kept that stuff under wraps, but now we know. Um, an investor briefing reveals that the superhero action game sold below the publisher's expectations. Hmm. Um, yeah. The company is now at a loss of roughly $67 million. That's a big oof. Yeah. And COVID and slow, uh, slow marketing and all that good stuff and... Some of it has to do with with the COVIDs, right? But right. yeah, ultimately, ultimately the game failed. Yeah. Uh, was it was it DOA Dead on Arrival? Not really. But it did get it did get more confusing the more they talked about it because I remember I remember when the game was first revealed. Right, it was I think like twenty. 20 like 16 17 when square put out like a teaser trailer where it was literally just square enix and then marvel studios it was like that hmm. and everyone's and we were like oh shit if square enix is doing a, uh, a an avengers game that's gonna be hot square knows what they're doing with their uh character action games or like you know rpgs and stuff yeah. like that they know what they're doing then we finally found out and when we got to look at it, we're like, oh, okay, this this looks all right. This is a little bad. Then they start talking about it. 
Um, cause I, I remember distinctively, uh, cause it was, it was me and a couple others, a couple others of the group, we were watching it and they were talking about, yeah, this is going to be a game with no microtransactions, no loot boxes, you know, none of that good stuff. And we kind of looked at each other and it's like, wait a minute, why do you feel the need to say that? <laughs> this is a single player, like character action game, right? Right. right? And then more information came out, and we found out that it's not. What kind of game is it? Oh, fuck. How do I describe it? It is... It's not It's not a looter. Okay. But it's a, it's a character action game, mm-hmm. right? But it does... It's, it's a, it, it does have a games-as-a-service model. Hmm. Right. Okay. Um, and it, and as more information came out and the more we talked about it, uh, the more that it was talked about, the more scared for the game people got, because then people started to get their hands on it and were actually able to play it. And it wasn't, you know, not that great. Uh, it was serviceable, and it was it was, yeah, it, it was a game, but it wasn't like a yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the story is apparently pretty darn good because it follows Miss um, Marvel, not Captain Marvel, but Miss Marvel. Okay. Um, it follows her, and the story apparently is is pretty is pretty all right. So if you can like get but, get past the the gameplay, the story is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. It was one of those things, but yeah, it 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 it, it failed. Um, it has DLC coming, <laughs> um, and they're hoping, hoping that that kind of helps. It'll like revitalize the game, or at least balance out, you know, the monies. Okay. Um, but yeah. Well, hope I hope that that's you know the the DLC is you know worth the money. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate that there's like people going in and out of the front door, so my echo keeps going off. Oh, it's so annoying. Um, so, um, Black Friday was recent. Yeah, it sure was. Uh, I didn't go. Uh, hmm. I didn't go Black Friday shopping. Neither did I. Uh, I didn't. I don't want the COVID, and I don't have money. <laughs> Ooh, same. So, yeah. Um. Well, there are there are a bunch of sales going on for your Black Friday. Oh, for, yeah. My um, uh, what's it called? My cousin actually purchased a computer. Oh, not you! Not mm-hmm. you! Sorry, I don't know that. Yeah, I know. Stop. Thank you. So my uh, my uh, my cousin purchased a, a PC, um, mm-hmm. and he's been ha- he's been enjoying that. My dad bought a new or he bought a new PC too for uh, deal mm-hmm. or for uh, Black Friday. Everybody's just getting new stuff, and I'm just I'm cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Black Friday sure was yesterday. 
And here's a transition. Uh, hey, Adam. Hey, Eli. What? You you were you were a child once. Yeah. Uh, last time I do recall, I was one. Yes. What were some of? Did you did you watch anything on on PBS? PBS Kids. Uh, or you know, read any specific like books from from that would have been adapted? Probably. I mean, I didn't. I was uh, dumb. You, and I didn't read, so I don't believe in reading. Uh, do you? You remember? You remember the big dog that's red, oh, I, also named Clifford. Yeah. You remember Clifford? I do the remember big red Clifford dog? the big red dog. He's getting a live action movie. <laughs> Clifford the big red dog. Um, this week put out a they put out a uh, paramount put out a um teaser trailer that gave us a look at what clifford looks like and it is a big red dog hey they got that right then (laughs) (laughs) is it bad it's no it's not bad it's just because I have I haven't seen I'm g- I haven't seen like the like anything for it. Okay, well, hold on. Let me let me help. Okay, you. I'm being helped. Yeah, I'm I'm helping. He's helping me. We're about to, we're about to get a live a live Ooh, reaction. Li- we get we have those a lot. Uh, <laughs> at least once every uh, every. <laughs> okay. Yeah, check That's- that out. Check that, that is out. That's a big. That's a dog. This holiday season. Okay. Oh. The, oh. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> he is a. It is. It's literally a just big, a big red, red dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So you've got so you've got two sides of people who talk about how the how the dog looks terrible or whatever. Personally, I think the dog looks fine. Yeah, he looks like a dog. I'm just more curious as to what the hell the movie's gonna be about. Because can't the dog talk? You know, in, in, uh, what's it called? He he. It's it's one of those things where he talks to other animals. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like actually talk. He he just uh, he just they just know animal speech, and everyone talks okay. to each other. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't remember anything from uh, Clifford besides he was a big red dog. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I watched the fuck out of Clifford. <laughs> the big red dog. I watched the uh, fuck. more than uh, more than I should be proud to to admit, but I watched the hell. Right, so are you are you? Do you feel that you're um, you're capable of talking about uh, <laughs> the, the Clifford and all of its uh, lore? Like why why is Clifford? Red? Don't get me wrong. I don't remember. I don't. I don't think there's an actual reason as to why he's red. I don't know. Probably, little did you know that the little the fucking uh, coastal town that they live on that they moved to uh, is actually built on a nuclear waste plant that Clifford accidentally stumbled into one time that made him big and red. <laughs> he's now a kaiju. Basically, <laughs> um, he's a pup. Isn't he a puppy too? 
No, oh, he's, he's a, a full, he's a full no, grown dog. The, okay. Yeah, in the show, he was a uh, he. They so there were two shows. There were two okay. shows. There was one. The, the The first show originally was Clifford as a full grown dog, and he was just big, and it was the adventures of Clifford, uh, the other and the other two dogs, um, and they you know had their adventures. But then there was the other show with Clifford the puppy, mm. where he was a I think he was like a normal sized puppy dog, but he was red, and he had adventures in their fucking apartment before they moved to the coastal town. Oh, like a prequel. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember much of that because that show came when I was growing out of PBS. Mm. Um, so I watched a little bit of it, but not not too much. Um, but yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's good. Hopefully that movie is is okay. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, hey, whoever's doing it, they make their make your money. I guess go for it. Oh yes, you know what movie is gonna be shit? What movie gonna be shit? The live action Monster Hunter movie. What? There's a live action mo- what? Where have you Eli- been? Yes, there's a live action Monster Hunter Eli. movie. I don't. I, I'm. I. I have a game called <laughs> Crusader Kings Three. I don't look at anything else, Eli. Oh my Jesus! <laughs> well, yes. Uh, there is a live-action Monster Hunter movie, and to help with its advertising, um, Mila Jovovich is lending her likeness and voice in the game Monster Hunter World as Monster Hunter crosses over with Monster Hunter. Okay. <laughs> yes. You will be able to play as Mila Jovovich's uh, character that she plays as in, Monster, in the Monster Hunter movie in the game. Uh, soon, there will be missions, items, and her. <laughs> and Adam, for you who doesn't know, do know. Um, Monster Hunter, the movie, is basically about how the monsters of the game come out and the U.S. military has to defeat them, but they realize that their primitive, puny human weapons don't work on the monsters. So what does? They have to they have to carve and skin the monsters like they do in the game to fight and combat the monsters. Wait, 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 wait. So Monster Hunter the movie is based in real time in like modern era. Yeah, but the game is based in like. A fantasy world. Hey, shut up. Wait, shut the wait. fuck up. Shut up. Shut so up. So we're Don't just going to have... In, in Don't you... The, no, hey. no, 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 wait hey. a minute. So we're just going to have in uh, Monster Hunter the movie, the general of uh, the uh, <laughs> the the U.S. military jumping around with that, uh, that weapon <laughs> that's the best in Monster Hunter world. That's the little... <laughs> Yeah, and he's just gonna be like that weapon's the best. It is my favorite weapon in that game. Oh my god! Yeah, I loved it because you don't have to. You don't have to be on the ground. (laughs) As long as you hit them, you get another jump. So you'll just see this general. Like uh, I'm, I'm just picturing. 
uh, General Steel from uh, Symbiotic Titan. Oh, from Symbiotic Titan? (laughs) Just with an insect blade, just jumping up. And it's like, for America. That'd be pretty hype. (laughs) I'm now, I'm down. I'm just like, hey, screw those, you know, guns that we have. They can't handle it. This knife, though. (laughs) That's great. Well, hey, you know, you know what's, uh, you know what's also like video games cross real life. What's what's? Oh, I love Ready Ready Player. Do you know? I actually heard about this one. Yes, Ready Player Two, the sequel to the a book sequel to Ready Player One, has released, and uh, the movie wasn't that good though. Movie yeah. was shit, but apparently the book, as always, is oh better. yeah, no. But though, if you, if you look at it now, though, people I've heard that people say that like the book isn't really that great because you know it doesn't really hold up. But the sequel is out, mm-hmm. Ready Player Two. And apparently, it's fucking weird. Okay. Uh, because the references that they make are jarring. Hmm. How so? Uh, there's... So, okay. So, there's a point where I believe this is... Because, you know, uh, I've only seen screenshots um, and uh, and such. But apparently, there is a, uh, a point where uh one of the one of the characters comes up but they make a reference to team four stars uh Yu-Gi-Oh abridged series where and then Wade corrects them and goes actually it's little Karibos <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh abridged series and it's stuff like that <laughs> okay <laughs> um all right yeah, that that is kind of weird. Oh, um, and so people, uh, people have been posting screenshots, um, of paragraphs and little excerpts, um, and it's and it's weird. Okay, so here I'm going to read off uh, uh, a little Ooh, paragraph. Yeah, right? um, so I'm stay staying here, not going anywhere. So, okay. here we go. This is uh, out of context. Uh, th- well, this is a uh, excerpt. I don't know the context. You don't but need to This know. is one of the examples. Um, but trust me, there were far more twisted and depraved clips I could have been playing back. The current top download in the NF- in the NSFW section of the OniNet library was a 50-person orgy recorded simultaneously by all 50 participants, giving the viewer the ability to jump from one uh, participant's body to the next at will, like some uh, hedonistic demon. Cyberstalking my ex-girlfriend and her public appearance seemed like a pretty tame pastime in comparison. <laughs> What? What? It's like some Google Earth shit, (laughs) but in an orgy. Oh, that's that's kind of. But hey, if you want the context, uh, Ready Player Two is currently available digitally and in the hardcover, and. 
the audiobook version yeah, is also available. On, on so, <laughs> yeah, after uh, after you finish this episode of the podcast, why don't you just jump on over and listen or read Ready Player Two? I know I sure hey, don't want Audible. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd be down. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to listen to uh, Ready Player Two unless Audible sponsors us. You know what I'm saying, Audible. Hey, wink, 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 wink nudge, audible. nudge. Hey, we're we're here. <laughs> I'll suck your dick for sponsorship. <laughs> oh, that's a clip. Oh my um, goodness. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, Ready Player Two is out. Uh, oh, uh, here's something for you. Netflix's streaming record is broken by. The Queen's Gambit. Yes, I actually had a thing on that. I was going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. they uh, Queen's Gambit has actually um, is actually Netflix's biggest limited series. Um, cool. Yeah, they actually broke uh, sixty two million household views. Damn. Uh, as of this week. Um, and you know, it's, that's really good because for a show that's a binge worthy show, by the way, if you haven't seen Queen's Gambit, go Mm. watch Queen's Gambit. It is amazing. Um, the, uh, it it is still getting more and more popular past its first month, which is something you don't really see Mm -hmm. in these kind of shows because people, everybody goes, Oh, Hey, Queen's Gambit's out or Hey, this show's out. I'm going to watch it all. In like one sitting and then forget about it. And then after a month, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I forgot that that show existed. So, good job, Queen's Gambit. People who make Queen's Gambit is really good. Oh, the cinematography in that movie, or that TV series. That limited series. So good. So good. You know what else is on uh, uh, Netflix, Eli? What what else is on Netflix? Yeah, new the new season of The Great Pretender is on Netflix. Yeah, oh god, I gotta watch it. Oh, I haven't I haven't watched the fourth season. So if you want to watch, uh, I'll I will I I I don't norm I'm not normally the person who's seen the show beforehand uh, in our relationship, Mm -hmm. Eli. But I will watch The Great Pretender with you. And get you caught up. Because it is so much fun. Alright. I'm down. But we gotta do it soon. Because I need to see the fourth uh, fourth uh, case. Yes, yes. I, I know. We'll, 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 we'll do it. We'll do it. And we'll talk about yes, it. Yes, we will. It'll be, it'll be super fun. Yeah. It will uh. be. I think I think our our mutual friend uh, has already <laughs> fully watched it like within like the first two yes, days. Yes, he has. He has. Ah, <laughs> uh, he super has. Uh, apparently, it is it is really good. Yeah, so. it, from I I kind of looked at it like not I didn't watch any of the episodes, but I just kind of like perused it, and it's actually the mm-hmm. like it's nine episodes, whereas the other. Uh, three uh, cases are about four or five so i'm interested mm-hmm. to see like why it's so it's longer like if it's more stakes or whatever it'll be really fun i'm really excited should happen yeah my friend 
Um, other things that have come out uh, this week. Um, yeah. I know you probably won't care, but, well, you might. Uh, so League of Legends has announced uh, their new character for the last part of um, 2020. Yes. And this is this has kind of been have have they released this many characters like in this like short of like a time span? Let's see, because they had because this is like what the third fourth character they they've, put they've out within like within like five six months. Yeah, no, they've had they've had quite a few in the short amount of time. Like I'm talking like six months. Yeah, it's yeah. been kind of like you know it's kind of starting to get to the point where it's like oh there's a new character like every week. Although, so it feels yeah. like because they had they had um, Yone and Lilia, and Yo- Samira, yeah, yeah, yeah. all these different characters, and now we have this new character, new champion, Rel the Iron Maiden, and she is a a tanky support uh, class character um, who is a uh, a pharaomancer. Now, if you don't if you don't know what a pharaomancer is, it's a uh, uh, you know like a pyromancer would be someone who uh, is a mage with fire or uses fire magic. Mm-hmm. Pharaomancer is mm-hmm. is someone who uses metal, and is and is a mage with metal. Okay. So a cool thing and a cool character design of Rel is that she has a mount that's all ar- that's her armor. And she in her one of her abilities, which is her W, which is her, it's, it's an interesting ability, is she can basically make her her mount become a suit of armor for her, making her more tanky in the game, giving her all that stuff, but it makes her slower because she's not on a mount. So it's it's really cool in that sense. Cause like she just kind of just jumps up in the air and then her mount follows her up with her and then just turns uh, just makes her a juggernaut of just mm-hmm. like like front like uh, Barrick from fucking uh, um, Tyranny. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's in that kind of aspect where she just has metal all over her. Except for her helmet. She doesn't have a helmet, and that's that's dumb. She needs a helmet. But yeah, hey, absolutely. she has a lot she has she's really cool character design. I like her a lot. I think she's she's so much better than Seraphine. Seraphine's garbage champion. I forgot that champion got released. Fuck Seraphine. I hate that champion. <laughs> but she actually like for, I haven't I haven't played her yet. Cause she's on she's on uh PBE or the the player testing um server and i haven't i haven't played her yet but she looks really fun um she has interesting uh what's it called mechanics um like her uh thing that she does is that she steals um stats from people like resistances which you know it's kind of like, oh, that's that's pretty strong because it's like, hey, hey, Omega Tank, that's a mountain. I'm going to auto you, and now you're a fucking rabbit, basically. And now I'm the mountain. <laughs> yeah, and I, I told you, because you, you sent me a couple pictures. I, I knew about her beforehand because I, I, 
because she was kind of she was kind of going around in some circles uh, on mm-hmm. Twitter. But um, I, I told you when you showed me, I said, League of Legends Riot Games continues to give me reasons to not only love League, but also hate it all at the same time. Yeah. Because I will continue the saga, and I will continue it so long as League of Legends keeps getting mentioned on this show. <laughs> um, I hate that game with a burning fucking passion. Hate it with every fiber of my six foot eight inch being. But, god damn, did they know how to advertise the hell oh, out yeah. of that game. Oh yeah, it's almost like they've been doing it for, what, this, this is year 11? God <laughs> damn, do they keep making that game look so fucking appealing with its animated shorts, its music videos, its everything. Oh, yeah. The character designs themselves look Keeps super me cool. Coming back. Um, it's just the game itself is hot fucking garbage. Even people who actively play it tell me, yeah, don't, 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 don't do it. Don't play it. Don't do just, it. Just like, honestly. It's it's like it's like a per, it's like a person who smokes. <laughs> it's that's exactly what yeah. it is. We all you we all know it's bad, but some of us are too far gone. So the only thing that we could do is just keep more people from getting on it. <laughs> yeah. Don't be like don't make the same mistakes I did. <laughs> I'm, too I'm, I'm already I'm, I'm gone. just too I'm, late for me. I already have cancer, but you don't need exactly. to get it. Exactly. Honestly, like, I I I really enjoy League, uh, mostly because of like the story, like just like the or like the background of like yeah the, the lore, lore behind, behind characters it. besides Seraphine. Seraphine's fucking garbage. Um, I I just wish there was another way to get into it. Honestly. Aside from aside from like playing the game or like doing a wiki dive, yeah, I mean right? that that is the that is the thing. Like, if you wanted to like get into like the story, now there there are like YouTube people that you can go and watch that like just do like lore videos, and I, like I've watched sure, some of them, but, but... I don't know. It, it is also like fun just to like like while you're in queue. Because sometimes the queues are fucking abysmal and long. You just go to, uh, yeah. like, you just go and uh, start looking at the characters. Like, oh, shit, this person's cool. I wonder what's, ha- what's her story. And then you're like, start reading her story. And then it's like, oh, I can click on this person, which connects to that person. And you read them. And it's like, yeah. oh, they're all, that, oh. I, I wish that there was just an easier way to do it. Which I guess, which is why they're branching out into trying to make different games um and such yeah I, i'm definitely interested um, to see like them do a um uh like diablo-esque uh game that they showcased i would that that'd be the one i play yeah uh, like i saw blitzcrank just running around just doing <laughs> punching things because they have they have the they because they showed off the shooter mm-hmm. they showed off the overwatch game which just we have one. They showed off a fight. They showed off the uh, a fighting game, um, and they showed off the the, the Diablo yeah. one. And though, and the two, the um, fighting game and the Diablo, that, those would be the ones that, that I get into. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it'll be it'll they'll be fun. I think I think they're doing pretty well with it. 
Yeah, because I I think the, I think the lore, the little tiny crumbs that I know, um, because Fiddlesticks is my favorite character. Um, which is which really doesn't uh, have too much lore. It does, he does, but it's not like a lot. Hey, shut up! It doesn't matter. <laughs> shut the fuck up! It doesn't matter. Whenever you have a scarecrow character, uh, now okay. So all right, riot. All right, right. I know you're listening. If you want, <laughs> if you want my money, if you want my money, my money in particular, if you want to make me download League and actively play, make a cactus. Uh, I. There's my line I in the think sand. That there's a cactus skin for a character. Ah, no, <laughs> no, doesn't count. No skin. No, 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 no. I want the character. This is the call-out, Riot. <laughs> this is the call-out. While you're busy, like, underpaying your women, uh, and, you know, making it a boys club, make a cactus. Make a cactus character. And all is forgiven. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad. Uh... Those are not my words. But do that, and I'll play. I'll give you a shot. <laughs> those are my those are my terms. Oh my goodness! Yeah, hey, you know what? It would be interesting if they did it. I'd I'd love it. Um, <laughs> and with that, I don't I don't really have anything else other to talk about well with that i think that makes an episode all right see you guys hey thank you for uh listening to yelling in the distance podcast Mm -hmm. uh if you enjoy listening to us please uh, go ahead and follow us on like Podbean. You follow us on twitter that yelling underscore in follow us on uh, spotify Follow us on Spotify, iTunes, all that yeah. stuff. Follow us. We all like being that. followed. We like um, the army. Yes, we do. Uh, we even have a Facebook page, so you can go ahead and follow that and be updated. Uh, and we'll let you know whenever we have a new episode. Yeah. Our new episodes come watch, out. You can go back and watch the other three. Yeah. To, uh, new episodes come out every Sunday. So go ahead and come and check it out. Yeah. And if you're if you are enjoying it, please please uh let let your friends and family uh that are that are over 18 and can listen to uh um explicit podcasts uh know about our podcast and spread the word. All right? And well, with that I think that is a close. All right. See you guys. Thank <laughs> you.